welcome to the freaks. But please first these messages. The freaks are not for children. The freaks are not a safe place. Horrific psychological and emotional damages may occur. The freaks are not fake news. These are real people acting real stupid in real time. The freaks are not for those slow of wit or weak of constitution. If you have the fundamental strength of a wet graham cracker, perhaps you should step into the next room. Use of protective gear is strongly encouraged. Emergency protocols are now in effect. System lockdown has been initiated. All exits are now sealed. Access to freaks. Security level one. Granted. Proceed with extreme. Krebs with a, uh, oh, yeah. with a yeah. butane torch. I believe it was a uh, welding torch. Genius. Uh, Des Moines police say they may now uh, know how a fire apartment started early Monday morning. According to police, the fire started inside the apartment of Grays Lake Apartments on Fleur Drive when an occupant attempted to light a bug on fire on a futon. It lit the futon up like a tinderbox. They said, hey, check it out. I'm going to burn this bug. What are you, Beavis and Butthead? What a putz. <laughs> he was arrested. He was allowed to go back to his apartment. It was pretty much burned down. It looks like teddy bear stuffing factory exploded everywhere, and they soaked in the Olympic-sized swimming pool. Yeah, that's because you tried to burn a bug <laughs> on a futon. What is wrong with you? Uh, this one, this story's a little bit too strong. Oh, over there for a second. Uh, okay, now here's a guy that you're not going to find you have a lot of sympathy for. Christopher James Kalen had been serving time in Monroe County Jail, the Florida Keys, on a uh, charge of failing to register as a sex offender. On Thursday, he was attacked by his 57-year-old cellmate, beat him so badly he knocked out two of the man's teeth, broke some ribs. The reason he was so upset, he passes gas much too often. You know, maybe he's got a bad diet. I I don't know, but uh, I don't feel a whole lot of bad bad feelings for the, the pedophile. He got oh, some teeth God. knocked off. Well, I'm sorry. You know, he won't do it again. Um, the Central Coast Nonprofit <laughs> Group. Ah! <laughs> I thought there was a ghost in the building. <laughs> Delayed a, reaction. A Central Coast Nonprofit <laughs> Group recently shared a photo online. Has a lot of people scratching their heads. On Monday morning, Los, Pedro, Los Pedros Forest Watch, a group that helps wildlife and wilderness in public lands throughout California's Central Coast, posted a picture of an abandoned trampoline in the middle of nowhere, the Los Padres National Forest. The device was left along with broken cinder blocks that were apparently used to make it level. We never thought we'd have to say this. <clears throat> Please do not leave your trampolines in the Los Padres National Forest. Who does that? You know, I thought it was blown there by a hurricane. I've seen a lot of fails where there's, there's trampolines in the air, but someone obviously took it there, assembled it, used it, and then left it. All right, there's funerals always a sad occasion, loved one departing. A Massachusetts family has filed a lawsuit against the funeral home and the cemetery after the loved one's body fell out of the casket in full view of the funeral attendees. That's about as bad as you can mess that up. Yeah, that's awful. According to the lawsuit, which was filed last week by the family, uh, resident Andrew Sonaro, the disturbing incident occurred April 2019 as Sonaro's casket was being lowered into the ground. One of the side straps on the city-owned casket lowering device broke causing Mr. Sernao's casket to fall to the grave and break apart. The corpse fell out of the casket. Uh, horrified family members became visibly distraught and hysterical. The family's asking for a half a million dollars in damages. You know what, I think they should, they should probably get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are the last moments that that person's going to be above ground in this world, and, and you got to bust them out of their casket right then. Do you think the guy that had moved on... Was laughing about it, though, <laughs> yep. thinking, you know. So like, that's just like George. Yeah, that's exactly what he would have done. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is a little silly. A terminally ill man was arrested in the back of his garden after he showed his butt to a speed camera as part of his bucket list, 
this wish. <laughs> so he, he realizes he's going to die. So one of the things he writes down there is, moon, a traffic camera. Moon over <laughs> Miami. Daryl Meekum, 55, was told last month he has multiple system atrophy. Doesn't have a long time to live. Okay. Retired university lecturer drafted up a list of things he wanted to do before he died, including mooning the camera. Uh, he ticked off his list November 5th. He bared his butt to the mobile speed camera. However, the police did not find it funny whatsoever. They called it indecent exposure. The dad of two was left stunned when three police cars pulled up outside 20 minutes later. Six officers came out. When oh, they, good when they When he refused to open the door, they broke in, handcuffed his ass, and threw him in the squad car. What, was that on your list? Hey, there's another one. Another trip to Take jail. a ride to the back of a squad car. Mark that off of What's my list. What's wrong with people? Don't we have any sense of humor anymore? Yeah, but still, my bucket list, showing parts of my anatomy to other people is not going to come into play. Well, I don't, I don't need know, to do that, and they don't need to see that. Only certain people see those photos, and they're the ones that are analyzing the speeders, you know? And, and those certain people are, are cops, dude. You yeah. should have known that. You should have known yeah, that. Yeah, they got to have a better sense of humor than that. Now, I don't. I think coming out is a very personal thing. If, if you happen to be in that position where you got to come out and, and tell someone what your genuine sexual orientation is, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure I would have played it like this. At his Milwaukee concert, Harry Styles helped one of his fans come out to her mom. During the show, a fan named Mickey McConnell was holding a sign that said, My mom is in Section 201. Help me come out. Harry went over to the fan, asked if they wanted him to tell her mom, I can do it if you'd like, I can tell her. Then he shouted to her mom, Hey, Lisa, she's gay. Okay, but is that that really? Why would you do in it? In the middle of a concert? I mean, who cares? I know. Live your life. But I can you imagine the poor mom? See, how was the concert? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember mo- most of it. I That's kind of a, a big personal thing. That is a personal thing. Kind of, I, I don't understand why people want to announce, you know, who they want to spend time in a bedroom with. I, I why? I don't know. I, I don't know. All right, we're going to take a break, the last break of the show. When we come back, our final handful of freaks. Welcome back to the Talk Monster, our final five minutes of the program. Now, although we do put the phones on hold for the freaks, that doesn't mean you can't text in with someone found out. And thank you for adding to the story about the corpse that fell out of the casket. The strap on the casket broke, the corpse rolled out onto the ground, and that's when the town's residents first found out that the funeral home didn't put any pants on the body. <laughs> oh, are you guys getting cheap on the pants? Oh, my God. Jeez, that was... Can can you imagine oh, showing up at the pearly gates yeah, with no pants on? And the indignity. That's the last oh. visual that people have of, of Grandpa is laying there with his boxers. If we're lucky, on. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you for that. I don't, man, I'd sue him, too. Thank, thank you for that. I, I appreciate uh, yeah. people sending things in on the text. Uh, a real-life John Wick. You know who John Wick is, Max? Uh, it's a, uh, it's a, my Pop Wick's boy, yeah. <laughs> it's a, he's an assassin. He's a brutal assassin. He shoots people in the face. Yeah. It's a pretty brutal movie. He kills uh, he kills people from organized crime. 
Um, a real-life John Wick takes out savage gang members one by one in bloody assassinations. The unidentified vigilante has been targeting members of the so-called Boko Haram in South Africa. A man dubbed the real-life John Wick after allegedly killing the members of the gang one by one in bloody assassinations. So he's going through their ranks one at a time. The unidentified vigilante became a local hero of the township. The man nicknamed John Wick after the fictional carrier, uh, character of the film series started killing spree against the Boko Haram in August. The vigilante killer is believed to have been responsible for at least seven deaths. The gang wow. members are now living in fear. During his latest attack, the mystery vigilante reportedly assassinated the leading member of the gang. Wow, so he took out their leader. Uh, they're saying uh, a lot of community policing forums are saying residents are praising the vigilante for doing the police's work. Now, I, I can't really wholeheartedly throw my recommendation and support behind vigilanteism, but I will say it doesn't bother me as much as some other things do. Let me just say that. It's not like he's taking out choir boys. Um, now, there's a lot of things that might provoke you to the point where you grab a pistol and start putting lead in someone. I didn't think this would be one of them. Austin police on Friday said a woman who was accused of shooting and killing a neighbor over the theft of a bouncy house has turned herself in. Austin Police Department said this year. Yes. When officers arrived, they found James Taylor, 52, multiple gunshot wounds, taken to an area hospital where he died for his injuries. And they say that they've been arguing over the alleged theft of the bouncy house for days. Apparently the lady couldn't take it anymore, decided to air the guy out. Yeah, I just, I, so it was James Taylor? James look, Mrs. Taylor's boy. Ow! Yeah, well, he, he was married to Carly yeah. Simon. That actually. feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> Two people. Now, I, you know how I like it when criminals, dumb criminals, get their just reward. Two people who police say were trying to steal a furnace from a vacant Winnipeg house over the weekend had to be rescued after they accidentally caused a gas leak and passed out. <laughs> residents, fortunately, residents reported an odor of natural gas could be smelled outside. Uh, they sent the police in. They found the two unresponsive. Luckily, they brought them outside uh, after they'd been overcome by the fumes. It brought them back to life, thank goodness. The man Idiots. and woman, both in their 40s, regained consciousness. They were assessed and taken to the hospital. They believed they'd broken in the empty house. were trying to steal the furnace when the gas leak. See, you can't just be cutting things out of the wall without knowing what you're doing. You've yeah, you got to have some that's skin. a good way to die. Um, now, if this doesn't get men vaccinated, Max, I don't know what will. A brothel in Vienna, Australia has provided COVID-19 vaccinations for a clientele. Yep, it's called Fun Plast Brothel in Vienna. Here's, here's the draw, Max. Okay. It's offering clients a 30-minute session in the sexual sauna club with a lady of their choice if they get the vaccination at the on-site clinic. God. Can you, it's gotten to the point now where we're, we're promising a half an hour of sex. I think that's uh, probably the most enticing yeah. thing I've heard. I can see this place being just swamped. Yeah. Absolutely swamped. Money didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Days off didn't do it. But, yeah. yeah. What did you do, do this it. afternoon? I got the jab. I gave the jab. <laughs> I got the clap all in one afternoon. Oh, no. No, no, no. Here's the final story. And, and this is another guy that got what he deserved. 29-year-old Catskill man. He's in the burn unit. The hospital... He burst into flames, and here's how it happened. They don't know oh why, my God. but Jason Jones covered himself with hand sanitizer. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize hand sanitizer got, alcohol. got a lot of alcohol in it. Yeah. So he had doused himself completely. He breaks into a police department, or, or storms in, starts confronting some of the uh, police officers. It said it looked like he was going to start hurting himself. That's when they got out the tasers. <laughs> and set him on he fire. He went up like oh. a marshmallow in a campfire. Yeah, yeah he's, in, he's in the burn unit now, and... Uh, 
Who's at fault of this? Can it be anyone other than the guy? They said they don't know when he covered himself with the uh, the sanitizer, but it might have been one of those suicide by cop things. But I would not want to be burned. I mean, uh, yikes. Ugh. Yeah, so what, what is the protocol when you That's shoot someone awful. with a taser and they go up like a Roman king? Well, hopefully they've not been doused yeah. in alcohol stop, recently. Stop, drop, and roll, I guess. You know, alcohol dries up pretty quickly. He had an alcohol problem, to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you to the people who uh, called. Thank you to the people who text. Thank you, Max, for everything you do when you bring to the show. All right. Looks like it's going to rain tomorrow. Please be careful on the roads. I don't want Max to have to be reading any traffic reports about people getting injured. Let's see if we can get through a day without it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.